0: Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today we're going to look at Psalm 130 and focus on how we might pray when we face dark times. I'll read, then we'll pray, and then we'll just jump right in. This is a psalm of ascent. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you, so that you may be revered. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning more than those who watch for the morning O israel hope in the lord for with the lord there is steadfast love and with him there is great power to redeem it is he who will redeem israel from all its iniquities this is the word of the lord thanks be to god let's pray and then we're gonna sit with the word holy spirit we ask you today to give us ears to hear what you would say to us through this psalm this psalm of ascent god we ask for grace today to be present to you in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. First off, I just want to say I love the Psalms of Ascent. They're, they're hiking poems. They're uh, sing as you go uh, stories that tell the Jews about their life, and they meant they were meant to be sung or spoken aloud as they would travel on pilgrimage. And so you think about people climbing the mountains and singing songs. These are these are life prayers. These are journey prayers. These are. Prayers and poems that we should be reciting and thinking about as we journey through life. And so that makes the Psalms of Ascent very, very relevant for day-to-day life. Relevant for the nitty-gritty, uh, for right where we're living right now. So let's think about this as a, a, a life prayer, a nitty-gritty, in-the-mud in the, in the mud sort of prayer, a earthy prayer. The psalmist says, Out of the depths I pray. And I think it's really important for us to hear that the poet is admitting that he is in a low place. He's in a very dark place, and yet he prays from that place. He doesn't let the darkness around him, he doesn't let the discouragement or the fear that he's experiencing, he doesn't allow those things to silence him. No, he's trained himself to cry out even from low places, from dark places. And I think that begs a question, do we pray when we find ourselves in the depths I think too often we don't we sometimes feel sorry for ourselves when we're in the depths or we try to fix the problem in our own strength when we're in a dark place or a deep place we sometimes check out and many of us right now are just absolutely tired of the situation that we're facing culturally we're discouraged by the pandemic we're discouraged maybe by a political season And this poet is in a dark place, maybe not unlike the one that you're facing right now, and yet he asks for God's ears to hear him. He cries out to God from a dark place. And if we're really honest and we look at what the poet is saying, when he asks for the Lord to hear him, there's a little worry there. Maybe he's concerned that he won't be heard. Maybe he's concerned that the darkness is so dark, the deep place that he's in, the rut he's in is so deep that his voice won't carry to God. And that's a really natural thing. I mean, right now I found myself on a number of occasions thinking, man, is, can God engage me in this particular dark place? Well, the poet reaches out, cries out. And then he says something really really important. He says God doesn't mark iniquity. He doesn't hold my brokenness, my sin, and my vulnerability. He doesn't hold the behavior that comes out sometimes when we're in a dark place against us. And that just reminds me that we're no different from our ancient friends. That so much of our sinning, our uh, bad behavior is engaged in response to fear and stress. We we do bad things, we behave badly. Not just because we think it's fun or funny to do so, but because we oftentimes don't know how to respond to difficulty and trouble. And that may be exactly where you are right now. You may find yourself thinking, I, I'm not at my best. I'm not acting quite right. Well, I want you to think about your life right now, even your sin. And I want you to hear what the poet said out loud. There is forgiveness with God. There is forgiveness with God. So what he asks us to do is to show up and cry out. He asks us to wake up if we've numbed ourselves out and to actually reach out to him. And when we feel tainted because of our sin, when we allow the circumstances to overwhelm us and then we do things that make us feel shame and then we have a compulsion to hide, we miss so much of what God wants to do for us and in us. And I love the fact that the psalmist essentially says, I'm in a really tough spot and I may not be acting quite right, but I want you, Lord, to remind me that with you, there is forgiveness. And then he does something I think really important. It's almost like the forgiveness then puts him in a secure place where he knows like, okay, I don't have to hide. I'm loved by God. And then he says, I'm watching and waiting for you like watchmen wait for the morning. And that's got me to thinking about the importance of learning how to wait. And I think for many of us, we have to maybe admit that we're not very good at waiting with expectation. And so he, he uses that idea of waiting with expectation. Uh, a watchman doesn't wait for the morning passively. Um, the watchman through experience knows that darkness is not the end of the story. The watchman knows that morning will come. It may not look like it. It may feel like night will last forever, but morning always comes. And so he stays alert. He knows that his waiting won't have to endure forever. And I think many of us right now are facing what I would classify as vigilance fatigue. We're just, we're all facing experiencing that right now. None of us were made to be vigilant for as long as we are uh, having to try to remain vigilant. And I just want to say to you this, what would your waiting look like? What would it look like for you to be totally present in the midst of this season that you're in? The difficulty that you're experiencing if you were assured of God's presence and of the fact that God was actually at work. See, there's a difference between knowing God is at work and being convinced that you're going to get your way. And so learning how to wait, knowing God is at work, is different from waiting, thinking, well, I'm going to get exactly what it is that I want. See, a watchman waits because a watchman knows that there is going to come a moment when the sun is going to rise, and then he'll see things as they really are. See, guys, God doesn't give us a guarantee of uh, quick and easy, happily ever after outcomes. What he does give us a guarantee of is that he's present with us even in the midst of some of the hard stuff. I want to leave you with these three ideas because I think that's where the the poet takes it. Hope, love, and redemption. See, we hope in the Lord. Hope looks toward the morning. Hope keeps us awake. Hope keeps us from numbing out and falling asleep and checking out. And the truth of the matter is many of us right now are kind of walking asleep through life. We're we're like sleepwalking, we're numb, we're discouraged, we're tired. And I believe that it's time for us to stir. Up our hearts before the Lord to ask God for grace to re-engage because where the the psalmist takes this poem is where I think he wants to take your life and mine with God there is power to redeem y'all it's no coincidence that the psalmist at the end of this story after saying I'm in a hard place he says with you though God there is power to redeem you are able to redeem that word redeem means to purchase to buy back from bondage God has the power to buy me back from the dark places I fall into. The same is true for you. Think about where the Lord might be wanting to invite you to experience or hope for redemption. Where might the Lord might be wanting to liberate you from a place where you feel stuck, where you feel like you're experiencing some bondage. I believe that the Lord wants us to believe that there is actually power coming from him to do just that for us if we'll only ask if we'll only cry out i think that's the heart of renewal and so lord i pray for my friends today i ask god that you would give us the hope the belief the conviction that we can cry out to you even from really dark places that we don't have to check out or numb out lord but that we can cry out to you and that you in the midst of that darkness Can remind us that you don't hold our brokenness, our vulnerability against us. God, I pray that you teach us to wait, to look to you. And God, that you would give us a sense of hope, a future, even as we wait. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: If you would like to continue meditating on what you heard today, take some time to recall an idea or an image that encouraged or challenged you in this episode. When things stand out to us in God's word, or in our lives, or in what we're reading, or in devotional talks, it often means that God is offering us His help and His guidance. When you have your idea or image in mind, carry it with you as a prayer, coming back to it in the spaces throughout your day. How does it speak to you and where you are right now? What does it say about God and what He wants for you? Speak to Him about these things. Listen for His still, small voice and respond to him as simply and as honestly as you can. Thanks for listening. We look forward to having you back here again with us next time at Renewing the Center.